0: everyone, to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host, Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number, 928-428-9494. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. You you <coughs> always are. You always
1: are. That's not true.
0: That is. You're, you're <laughs> always happy and peppy and bursting with joy, if I, I may bu- quote the odd couple. <laughs>
1: First thing in the morning, usually, yes. So,
0: that voice you hear, Vance Price, he's the executive director for the Chamber of Commerce. Chamber joins me every Tuesday. Glad to have you here. How was your weekend? Did you enjoy the fair?
1: It was incredible. I really enjoyed the fair. It was. I went and took a ton of pictures over at the auction for the livestock auction, and it was just huge. Just so many people there. And then the, the sun started to go down. Awesome sunset the lights turned on, and there was this magical only in the Graham County Fair moment for me. So yes, it was great.
0: Saturday's weather was, I believe they refer to it as Chamber of Commerce weather.
1: That's right, exactly, we ordered it up special. <laughs> we, we paid the bonus package. It was
0: legitimately <laughs> maybe the best weather day I think I've experienced in the Gila Valley. It was just beautiful. It was so nice. Yeah, so good job. <laughs> I, I I really wish you would do that more often. <laughs> well, we get credit for the good weather and the bad weather. So. Yeah, because I, I was looking at my memories on Facebook and I was seeing all the hail pictures oh, from 16. Boy. And yeah, how crazy that was. It was insane. Yes, it was. That's the, that's the year that the fair blew away.
1: Mm-hmm. I was commenting on how sturdy the tents were because we do tents for every event. And it, this event gets put up by a private company and they're like nailed into the asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's very sturdy. And Reed, I was standing by Reed and he said, well, when that hailstorm came through, it bent that thing in half and took it a few yards. So yeah. that was how crazy that storm was. It yeah. was a nutty storm. It was. Uh, who did you bring with today? We've got two really great guests. We've got Luke Hatch. He's with Families Fighting Cancer Together and they have a couple of awesome fundraisers coming up. They're going to be really fun, but also hopefully fund a lot of these families that are going through some really hard times. And then we've got Sherry Quinlan, and she is from The Nook, which books and resources. And you'll see her around the corner from Genevieve's as the, the only bookstore in the county. I think so. The only exclusively bookstore, which I'm super excited about. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to have both of them. Thank you for coming today. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you
0: for thank having you. me. Let's start with Luke. Uh, Luke uh, has been on the show many times before. We love having Luke on because um, he's, he's, you started a, a program that is dedicated solely to families with children that are dealing with serious, serious illness, correct? Correct. Yeah. So can you fill us in? What is Families Fighting Cancer Together?
2: Uh, what we do is we help families where the kids uh, have cancer or other... Disabilities, so it could be you know brittle bone disease, muscular dystrophy. All these families take on these extra expenses and uh, don't have a whole lot of support, um, and so that's kind of where we try to help in as much as we can with little projects. Maybe they can't afford to do around the home. We help with their travel um, to the doctors, surgeries, just treatments, um, checkups. It, you know, we think with with
0: serious medical illness, whether it's a child or, or an adult, it really doesn't matter. What will insurance cover? I mean, that's, that's I think, what every average American thinks of is how good is my insurance? Will my insurance cover this? How much is going to have to come out of pocket? and And I think we've all gotten to the point where we deal with that. We don't like it, but right. we deal with it. But we don't think about those extra expenses, uh, especially out in rural parts of America where you, there may not be an oncology department where you live.
2: Correct. There, I don't think there is one here for the kids. And so that's why they always have to travel for treatments or whatever it might be. And that's where we step in. We up with gas and food. If they got to stay an extended time, um, most of them, they can stay at Ronald McDonald House but they still got their own food expenses, and sometimes it's full. And so we've kind of helped a couple families that might have to stay in a hotel that they can't afford to do that, or we'll split the cost of a hotel with them.
0: There's other expenses too when they come home after treatment because now you have to accommodate maybe uh, a child that, that, or again, or an adult. You deal with primarily pediatric illnesses um, who isn't ambulatory and and how do you how do you deal with that so there are extra expenses that these families incur all the time
2: yes yes yeah, they do because some things they just unexpectedly they can get sick if you know the get, temperature gets so high they gotta go to the emergency room they're flown out to phoenix or tucson and uh, the parents got to make an emergency trip as well so there's extra gas and food that they got to come up with and usually they just vent or they text me and say hey luke And it's happened like last week, you know, a couple of times. And so we had to fly to, we had to make an emergency trip to Phoenix Children's. And so it's nice that I can just Venmo them money within two minutes. And they got their gas money and some food expenses and they can just go.
0: Yeah. So uh, a really worthwhile
1: organization. Fair to say, fans? Definitely. I think filling gaps, huge gaps. Um, where where insurance isn't where savings didn't get where crisis happens and then i i think this whole community feels like if they knew someone was going through that they would pony up and they would help and they would pass the bull around and so to have someone organizing it doing the logistics for it this is who it is so you can go you can go play pickleball and pass the bull at the same time and help a family help several families in the gila valley and i think that's just one of the most honorable things yeah. you could be working on. So thanks, Luke.
2: Oh, my pleasure. I just, I've been there, so I know what it's like to have those struggles.
0: So, yeah, you've got a couple of events that are fundraisers. What, what are they?
2: Uh, one coming up in about 12 days is Family Fun Night. And it's kind of, uh, we're going to have food trucks there. It's going to be from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. at the town of Thatcher Baseball Fields. So we'll have food trucks and hopefully some vendors will get signed up and we'll have those. We'll have activities, games. Um, we'll have the town of Thatcher's going to bring their ladder truck and we're going to hang the big ladder. we got entertainment. Uh, people, We're going to have the national anthem sung there. Uh, we have some fireworks coming as well that have been donated. So this is going to be a, a real big fun event Very and good. All, all kinds of activities.
0: So perfect for all ages. Yes. The Entire family can come. There's something for everybody.
2: Yeah, and that's why we call it Family Fun Night. Bring your family and do things together as a family.
3: So you're looking for vendors. Who would they contact for that?
2: Uh, they would go to our website, and, and they would click on the link or the, uh, at the bottom of the the flyer there, and they can go in there and just fill in the information. It pulls, pulls it right up. Vendors or a food truck. Uh, food trucks are like hundred dollars vendors are like 30 and so they just click on that and pay the fee and then they're good to go and i get an email saying who's paid and and uh so we know who's who's coming that's a smooth system yeah
0: i like that i've, I've actually been on the website so it's really it's it's easy to navigate so it's a great website Thank you. Um, I look. You got to say that these days because there's a lot of bad websites. There's a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> and and you have one that's really, really easy to work with. So good for you. Yeah. Uh, another you. event. This is this is the big one because I know how popular this one
2: is. Yes. What. What's this the second the, one? Well, this we hope, we, the, the Family Fund Night, we hope to be our biggest fundraiser uh, each year because it's we, we want to get the whole community involved. We're a pickleball tournament coming up uh, November 10th and 11th. You know, you got those that just play the game. and But it's it's not rated. The players aren't rated. <clears throat> it's come and have fun. And so.
0: it It is. But boy, those folks,
1: they love their pickleball.
2: They do. <laughs> <clears throat> I agree.
1: <laughs> Probably see I know they're not seated, but I'm going to seed Michelle Wilson, number one, in there. Holy cow, if she, if she goes, watch out for her.
2: Yes, she is good. Michelle is good.
1: <laughs> so
0: uh, the pickleball tournament, where is that taking place?
2: That'll be at the Thatcher High School Tennis Courts, because then we can, we can get up to like 10, 14 courts, depending on how many people register. So I think the first year we had four courts. Last year we had, um, I think, eight or 10 courts. So we hope to do more this year. We're hoping to get a lot more registrants.
0: The the neat thing about that is uh, the high school because it's the tennis courts over by the high school, correct? Correct. Um, their coach uh, Cook, yes, is really supportive of using those courts for pickleball.
2: Yes, he comes in and sets up the courts for his own time for free, and yep. we appreciate. And the schools donated the the time, so you know we're not charged and. And so it's been, you know, I appreciate that your high school doing that for the school district.
0: See, and that's well. I'm looking at Vance and Kay. Kay has joined us a little bit late. Hi, Kay. Hey. How are you? <laughs> um, that's that's one of the things that I know you guys are working on is trying to get more um, interagency cooperation where where possible. And it, sometimes it's a challenge. And it's not because anybody's mean spirited. It's just it doesn't necessarily work for everybody like insurances, et cetera. But this is a case where, where the school just jumped right in. And, right.
2: So yeah. Safford high school did the same thing a couple months ago. We had a basketball tournament. They just waived the fee and says, no fee, just come and have a good time. And did and the we, tournament it, go off? It did. Oh, it, okay. It last well. time we talked, it
0: got <clears throat> delayed or postponed. It
2: did or, get delayed. Yeah. Uh, we got it rescheduled. Safford was very flexible and helping us out quite a bit. And, uh, they were there to meet us in the mornings and help us get going. Had somebody there all day to answer questions and get us through the day. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, we've got good superintendents, good principals right now. We do. Across all the schools, not just Safford Thatcher. I like I like Rickard over at Pima, too. Yeah. He's okay. <laughs> uh, well, very good. So if anybody wants to participate in pickleball,
2: what do they do? They go to our website, uh, ffct.us, and right next to the Family Fun Night Flyer, is the Pickleball Tournament, you just click on that and it's the same thing, it pulls up the registration page pay the fee and you're good to go. it's a Friday or a Saturday or you can register for both uh, both days and then uh, just put who your partner is for each day because Friday's uh, the men and women separate tournament and then Saturday is the co-ed tournament, so you just got to put who their partners are in there and they're good to go does pickleball ever play singles, or is it always doubles? No, they can do singles. We yeah. just haven't got that for yet. Okay, we're we'll, we'll open to build up, and then we'll do a singles day as well.
0: I've never
1: seen it played as singles, but it's not it's like there's mean, so many people wanting to play. Exactly, that if you did singles, there'd be people just ch- champing. Thank you at the bit. Yeah. I yeah. fixed myself. Yeah. <laughs> i You know a Mojave county
0: supervisor taught me that, although he was a state senator at the time uh yeah, it's a horse term you you the horse champs at the bit not I chomps, said chomping champs. and uh, yeah. I
1: don't even know how many weeks ago, but oh, I remembered I, I i said it for about forty years until
0: I was corrected, but yes, it is champing i don't know why, but it is
1: anyway, pickleball uh, players champing at the i I've seen them lined up waiting to play five in the morning out in the Thatcher the new Thatcher Park. I mean, pickleball is where it's at right now.
2: It is. It is. And we got flyers up on uh, the flyer laminated and then zip tied to the door. So when they go in, they see the flyer and we hope they come into their website and register.
0: So popular town of Thatcher is looking at adding more pickleball courts to that park. Right. And that park's not even complete yet. And they're looking <laughs> they're at it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> how popular it is. So I imagine yeah. if you aren't sold out, you're going to be in terms of spaces in the tournament uh boy you better sign up fast
2: we want everybody to sign up yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun
0: so very good so family fun night that is saturday october 21st it's going to be at the town of thatcher ball fields herb windsor fields am i right Herb windsor park yep. <laughs> yes not Wind-zor, windsor
1: winds windsor without a d
0: yeah no d uh, that's over it's a beautiful place if you've ever been there for july 4th you know it's, it's great for community events. It is. So perfect place for that. And then November 10th and 11th, the Pickleball, just go to org dot C- yes. .us. .us, excuse me.
2: ffct.us.
0: There you go, and you can get all the information on both. Luke Hatch, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: You bet. Thanks for having me.
0: I hate to do this, but uh, Luke's got a role Because as we learned before we went on the air, Luke's got some business he's got to take care of. So when we come back... We will talk to Sherry Quinlan from The Nook right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell, Vance Bryce, and... Christine Eckwall with The Chamber are here, as is Sherry Quinlan with The Nook. And I do have to mention, because it is on Cat Country right now, normally we would jump over, but we have such a packed room, uh, they're discussing the airfare. Right? Yes. Is that what they're calling it? Not yes. an air show, it's an fair. It's an air
1: fair. it's like a car show for airplanes.
0: There you go. Uh, that's happening over on Cat Country right now, Reed, and uh, help me out.
1: Cameron Atkins. Thank you, Cameron. Yeah, he's the manager of the airport, and that's on Saturday. Get started at 9 o'clock, goes to 5. There's going to be World War II era aircraft there, food, trucks, all the the whole nine yards. So What's get yourself What's happening in there.
0: the evening? Something's happening in the evening.
1: Saturday. There's a rodeo. There's a Thank ranch, you, Ranch
0: Rodeo. Yeehaw! Ranch Rodeo
1: out that's, at the fairgrounds. So a there's a big old Saturday. I think Safford plays Thatcher. Is that this week? That's this week, yeah. So... We should have said that, I don't know, at the very beginning of the show that this is rivalry week.
3: (laughs) But the Ranch Rodeo looks really cool. It's like Yellowstone right here in the Gila Valley. Yep. And just saying the guy running it looks just like... Rip. Rip. And I found out he has a twin brother, so there's like possibly two rips there. (laughs) I'm just saying, you might want to show up.
0: He was on the show with Christine, and I thought she was going to fall over. No, I was here. I was <laughs> no, here that's right. yeah. yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, uh, you were starstruck.
3: I, I know. It was so exciting. <laughs> like, oh my God, Rip is like
0: three feet away from me. I him. just liked his voice. He had the voice, a radio voice. I wish I had his voice. It was, uh, it was one of them kind of
1: voices. Not quite distinct, <laughs> but it
0: was one of them kind of voices it's like holy cow man you can read a good anything radio voice yeah yeah you should he, have
1: him come do commercials
0: i know him and uh, elizabeth henley from the library oh, she does have a, she's great she's
1: drama trained isn't she yes yeah yep but before all that yes we have to talk to sherry we've got a celebration on thursday huge celebration Nobody
0: was more excited to see your signage when it first went up than me and Vance, I think. Yes. I think, yes. Vance
3: was like doing double backflips. Yes.
0: I I was over at uh, Genevieve's and turned the corner. I figured I was going to stop in at Winterhawk Outfitters because they used to be there. Mm -hmm. And I was going to stop in and say hi. And I saw, no, they moved. And I went, but there's this little tiny stencil that was on the window that said, The Nook coming soon. And I was like, oh. Oh, a bookstore.
1: (laughs) I know. I am so excited. Danny Smith from the Downtown Association has often said, if you don't have a bookstore in your downtown, you don't have a heart in your downtown. And he's the Downtown Association
3: No,
4: we have a heart. Thank you.
1: Our heart is starting to beat in downtown. Thank you, Sherry. She's here with us today.
4: I am excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Um... I haven't been on the radio before, so this is really uh, congratulations. Kind of, you've thank made you. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. But um, yeah, it's been quite a journey, and just um, we're really excited to have a bookstore, and we've had some a lot of enthusiasm. You know, people come in and they're very excited to to see books and have their children come in and they can um, join us for story time, and um, so we're just we're just getting getting started um our first day open was july 4th and we've just kind of grown since then and we'd like to grow more um
0: and you did i see you're doing story time out at the pumpkin patch
4: yes so on friday opening day of lemon and vine out in pima um they were um amazing because they she, uh sarah uh came and invited me to be part of their book corner their nook and um, <laughs> out there. It was wonderful because she's invited local authors to come and share their books and, and have story time with, with their books and get them ex- exposure. But she also invited me to come and be a part of that. So I came and, and we read some books to kids. Um, they posted that on their Instagram. So you can see that on ours as well. But it was a lot of fun. Um, I just thought it was wonderful what they were doing to connect people in the community
1: Yep, And they're open every Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And just Google Lizard Bump Road in Pima and you'll you'll find it out there.
4: Yeah, they're on the map. It's out their ways, but it was well worth it. And they've done such a wonderful job. It was really cute. Um, So I was out there on their opening day and and it was kind of quiet because of fair weekend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a rough open when you're opening uh, against the fair. That's... That's not counter-programming that's going
1: to succeed. I chatted with her. She was excited to get her kinks out and work that's through things with just a trickle of people. And and they still had, I saw tons of people posting on the socials that they were out there. So. It is smart to go on a slower mm-hmm. day. I
0: mean, that's, for sure. that's why you do a, a soft open, for example. Right. That's right.
3: You learn a lot that first day.
0: Yep. Yeah. hmm um, so tell me about the nook. What uh, do you do? You like to specialize in anything in particular? We are,
4: we're very family friendly, so we have a lot of children's books and picture books, board books, but then um, lots of um, intermediate books, chapter books, classics, and um, teen and adult books. So we really try to have a little bit for everybody. And and as we Get recommendations, and people come in and, and express what things that they want. I do specifically look for more things in those um, areas, like the adult books, and and so it's primarily used books. and And our goal is to provide quality, affordable books. So when we buy them used, we can offer them at better prices, and um, really, you know, help the community get books in their homes for children. And so we that is one main part of the nook the other part is um i do tutoring so um in the in another room behind the bookstore area in the front we have a tutoring classroom and we hope to offer more things than just tutoring we'd like to offer some classes in writing we'd like to do a young authors workshop and things that would really um be able to offer people things that they can have their children be involved in that has to do with reading and writing and leadership and things like that. So book clubs, you know, there's things that we are looking forward to to expanding and doing. Um, sip and read would be a fun thing to do with moms or, you know, just groups of people who want to get together on the, in the evening and come and enjoy well, books together.
0: You're literally next to the best place to yeah, do it.
4: Yeah, yeah. Genevieve's,
0: I sure. know. Yeah. And
4: that's wonderful. We've had a lot of people just come in, um, you know, walking by because they've been at Genevieve's, and then they see the bookstore, and of course that draws people in. So we're really blessed to be in a really good location right there, yeah. right there off of Main Street on Central. Um, we are right around the corner.
0: Mm-hmm. You you have positioned yourself in the right spot because apparently your location is the lucky location oh. <laughs> because everybody that's been in there. Over the last three years, mm-hmm. has had to move because they need more space.
4: I've I've realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that I think is it's a a good uh, what would you call that a, a harbinger
4: mm-hmm.
0: of of success. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that would be wonderful. I mean, if we were able to expand and need more space because we of the growth, that would be amazing. Uh,
0: uh, have you found? Um, are you are you a I mean, obviously, with the, the kids' books, you're you're dealing with families, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Get kids reading, right? Please. Um, are you finding from the adults that you're getting mostly readers, or are you getting collectors? Because as you oh. know, book collectors mm-hmm. they're they're a different breed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're a wonder. See, Vance is nodding. <laughs> yeah, you know, where's that first edition? That's oh, a, you I know. have
4: had some of those, but mostly readers. They want to come in and okay. find something their next, their next good book.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a tourism draw. If if you've got somebody that can procure, you know, the the desired books, the desired editions, I guess. Yeah,
1: but, but also like a lot of people that do travel through are on road trips, and it's going to be exciting for them to find and explore downtown and find this bookstore and mm-hmm. say oh fine i i've ran out of things to read i'm sick of my kindle because who's not sick of reading <laughs> on electronics and they can grab themselves a hardback something a softback something but a physical book
4: we have had people come in from out of town um and they're, they're here for a wedding or things like that and they'll come in and i had a lady come in and want to get a book for the a gift for a a, a wedding gift and um so she she bought a book and a bookmark and and she wanted to know if I had wrapping tissue for, for the for the gift. But
0: <laughs> well, send them to Copper and Cotton. There you go. Yeah. They, yeah. Have, they, have, oh. they have all of that right down the block. Uh, yeah. It's you're right. I I went on one cruise in my life, and uh, you got I, stuck I, without a book. I do not recommend it. I am not a cruise guy in any yeah. way <laughs> because I thought, well, I'll just sit around and read books, mm-hmm. and that was wonderful. So I didn't bring any. I figured I'd just buy one on the ship they've they've got a gift shop there's gotta be there were no No. books I bought one one Elmore Leonard was the only thing I could find Um, and I read it three times it just drove me crazy you're right you gotta have books I get anxiety if
1: I don't have three on a trip like in my bag and I may not even crack the book open but I've yeah I've learned I I get nervous
0: blanky that one taught me pack the books yep
4: Mm. they're heavy they're heavy
0: but
1: pack them yeah
4: and we have our grand opening this Friday. So we're excited about that. The chamber is going to come and we'll be doing our grand opening. Uh, it'll be right after our story time. We have story time on Fridays at 10 o'clock every Friday. And those are those um, books that we're reading for story time are posted on our Instagram the day before. So parents can see what we're reading and be reminded that there's story time. And we've had some really good turnout for that. It's been super fun. Um, lots of kids there. Is we've there, had nine to thirteen kids.
0: Is there an age range? Uh, that it you is go?
4: definitely targeted towards preschool Pre-care. because it's it's on a Friday at ten, so there are kids in schools, um, and so the moms bring. But we've had we've had older kids um, and families come with multiple kids, and so that's been that's been a fun thing. So right after story time this Friday is our grand opening at eleven o'clock. On the 13th. And one thing that we are promoting that we're going to start is a free program called thousand books before kindergarten. And so um, the the program basically is right. We, we give them a list of or not a list, but a form that they can fill out the hundred books that they've read and bring it in and they'll get a prize for every 100 books that they read. So if you think about preschoolers, if you're reading to them every day, you're going to read 365 books a day. I mean, in a year. Sorry, and of course, any preschool child is going to want to read more than one book in a day. So it does add up. So the the idea is to just promote kids, re- read, parents reading to their kids on a regular, consistent basis, because it gives kids such an advantage and such a disadvantage if they're not read to by the time they get into kindergarten. So a thousand books before kindergarten is something that we're we're going to highlight and they can come parents can come in and get a form and then when they finish every 100 books they'll get a, a little brag tag and so the kids will get rewarded and um what a boost of confidence that would give children before they enter kindergarten i've read a thousand books or more
1: <laughs> before kindergarten. Sherry, is that your program or is no, it like a no, national it's actually
4: on there's a website thousand books for so kindergarten cool.
1: i and love we're that just, initiative it's
4: we're promoting that
1: yeah that is great
4: yeah, and it's free, so you know we'll provide the rewards, um, and you're just keeping a list and, and doing the reading at home with your children.
0: Sherry is, of course, a former educator. We do need to stress that, so she's not coming in from just good intention. She has background in this mm-hmm. and understands the impact that reading for fun has on a child's performance within the educational system
1: it yep. it's It's such a difference maker we had uh, we were in acatillo collective meeting, and all of a sudden one of the business owners there said, You were my teacher, you were my I don't know what fourth I was grade. fourth grade teacher, and they were sitting in the same room, two business owners, and that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool for you. it's freaky for that other person. I want to say that every
0: time you meet your teacher outside of school. <laughs> It just throws you off.
4: She seemed happy.
3: Uh. <laughs> and I, I just have to add, there's a beautiful mural in the teachable area in the back that her daughter painted. And mm. it is lovely.
1: Yet yeah. another mural downtown for the it's list. It's like a selfie it's opportunity. Awesome.
3: You have to come so on cool. in and see it. It All
0: is right, neat. Then I'm going to recommend another class is Teaching Kids uh, Storytelling Through Art. Oh, I really recommend it. When are yeah. you going to be teaching it? Dude? I do not do art. You know who can though? Brent Woods. I've seen him do it. That's true. Yes, And if your daughter is a painter or artist as well, mm-hmm. bang, there you go. Now you got somebody in the family. You got to make her do it. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> uh, Sherry Quinlan, when is the Nook open and how do people find it?
4: So we are on Instagram and the Instagram is the underscore Nook underscore LRC Learning Resource Center. The Nook LRC with underscores. And our hours are Thursday, Friday, Saturday from ten to six.
0: Outstanding. And this Friday is the, the
1: grand, opening. grand opening. Yes, come yes. for the come for the story. I don't care if you're an adult, come for the story time at ten. We'll cut the ribbon at eleven. Very good. Sherry, thank you so much. And thank you, Vance
0: and Kay. Thank
3: you. We'll see you soon. Thank you.
0: And thank you all for listening. I appreciate it every single day. I'm out of here now, but I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, you guys have a great day.